Chapter 2. Neurology. Topic 15. Brain Tumors. This next section will be a brief review of brain tumors. We will start off with a broad overview of brain tumors before moving on to discuss specific tumor subtypes. Brain tumors typically present with headaches with worrisome features. These include a chronic worsening headache that wakes the patient up at night, vomiting, visual disturbances, seizures, papilledema, altered mental status, and gait disturbances. More specific signs and symptoms are related to the location of the tumor. There are many risk factors for developing brain tumors. However, the number one risk factor is the presence of a primary malignancy, such as lung, renal, breast, or melanoma, as metastasis is the most common cause of brain malignancy. Metastases can be non-hemorrhagic, hemorrhagic, dural, epidural, or meningeal. On neuroimaging, they present as well-circumscribed masses along the gray-white junction. Other risk factors are family history, Lee-Fraumeni, neurofibromatosis, and ionizing radiation. Most supratentorial tumors occur in adults and infratentorial tumors in children. Diagnosis is made with neuroimaging, either CT or MRI, and biopsy. Management of brain tumors depends on the stage and location plus or minus chemoradiation. Low-grade and localized tumors are managed with surgical resection with serial imaging. High-grade or unresectable tumors are treated with chemoradiation. The prognosis depends on type of malignancy, with glioblastoma having the worst prognosis and pilocytic astrocytoma having the best prognosis. We will now move on to discuss specific subtype of brain tumors starting with astrocytomas. These are located in the supratentorial brain. They are graded from grade 1 to 4 based on the World Health Organization classification system. Grade 1 is a pilocytic astrocytoma. Grade 2 is a low-grade astrocytoma. Grade 3 is an anaplastic astrocytoma. And grade 4 is glioblastoma multiform. Glioblastoma multiform typically crosses the corpus callosum, referred to as a butterfly lesion. Molecular testing will be GFAP positive. Oligodendrogliomas are commonly located in the frontal lobe. They arise from cells that myelinate neurons in the central nervous system. It presents as a mass with calcification on imaging. Ependymomata may be located in the cauda equina. They occur due to overgrowth of cells lining the ventricles, resulting in signs and symptoms of obstructive hydrocephalus. It is also a common cause of spinal cancer, resulting in extramedullary spinal cord compression. Next is meningioma. These are commonly seen along dural reflections of the cerebral hemispheres and parasagittal region. They arise from arachnoid cells. They often have a dural attachment, also referred to as a dural tail, which connects the tumor to the meninges. It is a relatively benign, slow-growing lesion that tends to recur after excision. The symptoms are related to compression of the underlying cortex. It is seen more commonly in women. Schwannoma is the next tumor and is commonly located at the cerebellopontine angle. It is a peripheral nerve sheath tumor. Additionally, it is associated with neurofibromatosis type 2 if there are bilateral cranial nerve 8 schwannomas. Pituitary adenoma is the last tumor we will discuss. These are located in the cella tersica. Symptoms occur due to mass effect resulting in bitemporal hemianopsia due to compression of the optic chiasm. They may also present with endocrine dysfunction from hyperprolactinemia or hypopituitarism.